background coming from the back of my wheelchair check it's wheelchair wednesday folks welcome to another episode uh here at the wheelhouse i always play this way too loud i'm your host wheelchair rick i'm a t3 t4 uh complete paraplegic and today we have uh, another guest coming to us all the way from the great state of west virginia uh but before we get to her let's go ahead and roll the intro welcome to wheelchair wednesday all right y'all let's give it up for faith gwen uh, how are you today i'm good i'm good good to see you um uh, before we get going way too crazy right here let me make sure we got everything set up all right so we heard that you were from florida originally or i we was talking beforehand um and you moved to west virginia let's go ahead real quick get into why what was going on with that did you you got injured in florida yes so like my best friend set me up um oh, gosh to get carjacked and shot wow like seven years ago yeah carjacked and shot seven years ago mm-hmm. well that's a lot different than going down a slide and like landed in the water wrong or something you know what i mean yeah um so since that seven years ago has happened that was in florida you were down there getting care right yeah i lived in well i went to the shepherd center when i first got injured and you know i had a trach and all that stuff um but i didn't have a trach long and then i moved back to florida because that's where i'm from and um, I went to a nursing home like the first year of my injury, ended up getting like a sore. I ended up getting my own apartment that I was in for the last five years, um, having CNAs and stuff coming in and out. And I was just dealing with a lot of like UTIs and hospitals and just, I was in and out of the hospital and um, I ended up getting like another wound, but it's not pressure related and the doctors down there couldn't figure it out and literally i weighed like 148 pounds i was pale um so my mom flew me up here in july and i went to one of the top hospitals here and um they found out i had an infected left ball joint so they removed that ball joint in my left hip and now i'm just in a nursing home trying to get my own place again Man, it sounds like you spent a lot of the majority of your time stuck in, like, rehabilitation, nursing homes, doctors, places, hospitals. Mm -hmm. That doesn't sound very appealing at all. But now that you're kind of home, I would say, closer to home with people, right? Like, you're more kind of feel better about it or... It's going to be yeah, gonna get my, better, I think. Like, you're going to be able to heal and get out. And... Yeah, I'm at my fiancé here. Um he you know had a heart attack so that's why he's here um and stuff like that but yeah i met him here and you know we're working on getting our own place here in west virginia to be closer to my mom because she's like two hours away and um and get back to living on my own like i was in florida right well some of these might be easy to answer than most people do i mean i'm gonna bring them to you there's 10 questions you just answer them honestly, as, as most honest as you can. Um, 
And then the hopes of this is, you know, one of these days, someday, maybe it'll help somebody newly injured. You know what I mean? Because you're, you're yeah. still kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say new, new, but I mean, seven years, that's a, that's a pretty long time to be down with this. You know what I mean? Having, especially being a quadriplegic, like you were saying earlier, the function of your hands and the functionality. We'll get into that, too. Um, so the first one is how to happen. So you said you got st- stood up or set up mm-hmm. by a friend, right? Uh, do you want to get into that or you don't want to get into the legalities of it or no, I can, I can, cause I remember everything until I got to the hospital. So basically like at first I was a CNA like prior mm-hmm. and I had like mo- moved back to my hometown. So I left Miami to go back to Ocala, Florida. And then my best friend was just like, Hey, can you pick up these two guys from this hotel? And I was like, no, I don't know them. So he came with me and I waited at that hotel for like 20 minutes. And finally he like three dudes come out, him and two other dudes. And he gets in the passenger and the other dudes get in the back seat. And then I stop at a gas station to go to the bathroom and I left the car running with all three of them in there. So I was like, well, why didn't they take the car then? So then when I got back in the car, the dude that shot me, he just kept asking, like, how much do Daytona? How much do Daytona? And I was like, dude, $10. I'll take you there and back. So his friend was like, well, I can't go drop me off at so-and-so. So I drive up one of our main roads, and they have me stop at this bank that was shut down. And across the streets, like, a big, like, hotel that I guess people sell drugs out of or whatever. So I, uh, the, they left me with the one dude that kept asking him how much did Daytona. They, me and him were supposed to go to Walmart and then pick up my friend and the other dude afterwards. So when they left the car, that's when the one dude gets in the front seat, pulls out a gun, and he's like, you're driving to Daytona, I'm going to leave you there and take your car. I said, all right, calm the, you know, F down, dude. So I'm driving, and I'm like, you're effing with me, right? So he pushes the gun on my knee and says, I'm not effing with you, drive. And I'm like, all right, calm down, dude. So he throw, takes the batteries out of her phone, throws them on the floorboard. And as I'm driving, he has me go down 326. So I was like, well, where are we going now? He's like, we're going to get drugs. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And he has like the gun under his shirt, like pointing at me. And then he's telling me how my, my friend Jonathan um, set me up. He's saying how he's trying to get away because he killed four guys prior. This dude was on meth and heroin, I found out later on. So as we're driving... We get like to the middle of nowhere and then he had me turn on a dirt road and this happened i got found at like 12 15 p.m on a friday so um we get he makes me get out on a dirt road makes me make a u-turn points the gun to my head and says get the f out of the car so i get out of the car and i said let me get my purse out of the back seat so as i'm facing that back door he jumped to the driver's seat leaned out shot me the bullet went through my shoulder and entered my spinal cord and my C5, and that's where it's stuck at. And then he drove off. But they got him, and he got life, no parole. Well, that's good, I guess. Yeah. My friend didn't that's get charged. That's a story, with- though. So you got shot and pretty much just left for dead. And somebody got mm-hmm. somebody came along and found you. Yeah, 10 minutes later. That's crazy. I couldn't move or nothing. I already knew I was paralyzed from the get-go. Um, and you said, like, in uh, so in the thing, it's a, you're a C5, but it's, uh, you said there's, like, stipulations to that. What do you mean? What What's, like... Yeah, so basically, I'm 
considered a C5. When I first got shot, they said I was a C5 complete. Well, then, you know, I started getting stuff back. Like, I couldn't move my left arm at first, and now I can move it and stuff. Um, I started getting finger movement back in my left hand. I could always use my right. Um, well, I went to a neurosurgeon, and he said, he looked at my x-rays. He's like, you're a C5, but you're considered a C6, C7T1 incomplete. And I literally, since July, I went from using a power chair and a Hoyer to a manual chair and a slide board and being able to turn myself sometimes and stuff like that. It's still kind of hard with one hand and um, stuff like that. But yeah, I've come a long way since I moved up here. For sure. It sounds like it. Um, and like I was saying, too, you know what I mean? It's like the whole lot of hospitalization. Hopefully, it's like you're getting to the end of that point to where you can actually just go and start living my life. Living your life. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Now, this next question, I could probably almost answer myself. But if you could go back and change it and do it all over again, would you avoid the situation you're in now or would you stay where you're at? I've always thought about that. I was always like, okay, if I could go back but have experienced what I've experienced, I probably would have stayed my butt in Miami and not made that mistake. Right. Right. For sure. Um, just with the story itself, I mean, I can only imagine. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's, a, that's a horrible way. I mean, a lot of people have crazy, miraculous stories about how, you know, they broke their neck in a pool and then – They've came so far in, in like seven, eight years or nine years or whatever it is, and then they don't want to go back. They would rather stay. Like, I mean, I'm one of those people. I've been in it for like four years, and I I feel like I don't want to go back to my old life, but that's just because it's different situations. You know what I mean? I miss my old life. I do. For sure. I was saying today I was trying to hang stuff up, and I'm like, man, I hate being paralyzed. Don't ever I know. Do you know what I mean? Like it's one out of fucking ten. Horrible. I rate I'm it. always dropping stuff, and then you got to pick it up. Yeah. All right. Um, what about dating slash marriage? You said you had your fiance with you. How long have you guys been together? Since October. Nice. That's going well, huh? Yeah. Did you find it easier to date, like, in a wheelchair, or was it, like... Well, hard? see, I... Okay, so, like, in 2017, that's when I got shot. Uh, in that nursing home, I did meet a kid. He was about my age named Chris, who was a paraplegic. Now, when we got our own place, we did it the wrong way. We didn't go through like Medicaid, blah, blah, blah. So we didn't have like assistance or anything like that. Well, like he was bad on his, you know, morphine and, you know, his pills and stuff. So like he, he, he kind of mentally abused me a little bit. So, like, after we broke up, like, he ended up passing away in 2020. I think he, uh, his mom said he went septic. But, yeah. Um, I told myself, like, I was single since 2019 until I met my fiancé. But um, he's not paralyzed. My fiancé's not paralyzed. I mean, he said he might be in the future. He's 47, about to be 48. But, like, he said maybe in the future because he has a pinched nerve in his spine. But he just in a wheelchair because he has to relearn how to walk after having a heart attack. Right. You know? So, I mean, yeah, it's 
I mean, it's not that hard because he can transfer himself and move, move his legs and do all that stuff and walk a little bit um, and stuff. And but yeah, it's um, it was really hard with the first guy that I was with. But and I told myself I was never going to date somebody in a wheelchair again, and I wasn't planning on it. And then I met, you know, my fiance here, and we just kind of like clicked. You know what is I mean? It, I was going to say, is it? It's probably just because like you're in a chair, so it's like it's probably easier to meet other people that are in chairs or that. I mean, like you said, where you're at, somebody that's in a chair. Like I don't know. I we had a lot of discussion about. You know what I mean? If you were able-bodied, would you date somebody in a wheelchair if you could? That's uh, okay. So I think it was karma because when I was walking, I was talking to a kid. And when he told me he was paralyzed, I did stop talking to him. Now that I'm paralyzed, he hit me up like the first year of my injury and was saying some stuff like off the wall, you know, type stuff. And I think that was kind of karma because I kind of like blew him off. I'm like, mm, you know. But, I mean, now that I've experienced it, I probably would, you know? Right, right. Now that you're on the other end of the stick, you're like, yeah. well, I, I get it now. My bad. Yeah. For sure. Um, I've what, dated guys that walked. Like, I dated one, and he, that was only for, like, two months. And he was just, like, I don't know, weird. And then... You know, I have, like, seen guys that walked, and then once they see, like, the catheter bag or something like that, they they, they, they give me, like, the disgusted look. And then they leave, and then they text me, oh, I don't think I can handle it. You know what I mean? Type stuff. Yeah, the and catheter then, bag always throws them off. Yeah, and I'm like, well, you know, you just, you know, last night, blah, blah. Now it bothers you. Right. So it's just like, I don't know. After that, I gave up dating like in 2019, and I ain't dated or seen anybody since I met since you know, uh, October, right? So I decided to give it a shot. And I mean, he proposed to me on Christmas, so I wasn't even October expecting to Christmas, boom, bam, bing, bong, done, just put a fuck fork in it. Uh, over with. See He's like, lock it up. He's, He's like, like, I'm gonna lock it up. I waited too long for this, Lord. Please. Yeah. He said, here, take this ring. Please. Please. Yeah. Just throw it at you. He said he already had it before Christmas. Oh, because I thought it was too quick, too. But we're not going to get married until probably like next year because I got a couple surgeries coming up. Um, But yeah. Okay. Well, congratulations. Uh, I'll give Thank you one you. of these for that. Oh, there we go. Now we can hear it. I had the whole button turned down the whole time. Look at me. Good thing I wasn't pressing it like normal. Uh, uh, yeah, folks, this is totally professional. We do this live every week. All right, next question is, uh, what's your pet peeves about being in a chair? That's a tricky one. So, like, pet peeves are, like, what, what gets on your nerves, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, what bothers the shit out of you? Just like, ugh. The pain. Yeah. Um. Sitting all the time. Um. Not not um. 
being a quad, not being able to get in bed when I want to. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I need help doing it. That kind of sucks. Um, like I know a lot of people say, oh, I don't like people pushing me. I don't mind that because sometimes my arms get tired and I'm like telling my CNA, hey, can you push me up the hall? Yeah, just you go know, ahead. Take over for me. You know, yeah. or push me back to my room, you know. But um, yeah, it's just I get tired of sitting down and then the pain of sitting down because I get nerve pain in like my butt area, my thighs, all the way down to my toes. And you don't have like... I mean, obviously, you can't just reach down and push, but do you have, like, the muscles to kind of, like, push yourself up to readjust at all or no? Yeah. Yeah, and they got me on an offloading cushion, so I'm not putting no pressure on my sacral area. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I, I do my weight shifts and stuff like that. Not like I'm supposed to. Some days I don't do them at all. But I've never gotten a pressure sore from not doing weight shifts. Right. Right. Yeah, I was I was really paranoid when I first came home, and so I would like try to make sure that I was like on top of it. But when you first come home from the hospital, you don't have a lot of uh, energy. You know what I mean? Like a lot of strength. And even now, like I'm a T3, T4, so I'm like chest level, and I can do a lot. But I swear, I would love, love to have my ab muscles back. Like yes. I would be set. I would be like, oh, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like put I me up. I just want my left hand back. Right, just one thing. Yeah. Right. That should be a question. If you could have one part of your body work, what would it be? That would be great. I should put that in there. Um, and trunk control. Right. What about uh, something you wish you could do now that you can no longer do? I can no longer do. Yeah, like something Basically, that you used to do that you used to love doing, but you can't do it no more. Being a CNA. What's that? Doing what? Being a CNA. Oh, a CNA? So you were, like, taking care of people then. Now you are the person getting taken care of. Yep, I know. I say that all the time. I joke about it. I'm like, now I'm getting my ass wiped. You know what I mean? You really do look like somebody that would, like, walk in the room and be like, hey, what's going on? Because I, I used to have a lot of nurses, you know, like, when we were, I was in the rehab. And just cool people. And it's like, you know. I don't know. We we don't have enough people like that in the world nowadays. I think there needs to be more. Um, this is a live stream, but I don't know if you guys are commenting or not. I can't see it. There's nothing on here, so we'll just go back afterwards, and then you can answer any questions if you see somebody that asks you something cool. Um, normally, I would see it on the screen, but I don't know if anybody's typing or not. So um, that's just my technology. Now, what about your pain level? What is your pain level like? Oh, it's always like an eight or a nine. Some days it's better than others. Right. But like, you know, ever since I got off the gabapentin four years ago, uh, I have a lot of pain that I didn't have before. And every time I get like cut open, I get feeling back in that area. Right. That makes any sense. So it's like when I got the back lipping pump, like, in my abdomen, I could feel like it's it's numb, but I could feel people rubbing that area. Oh gosh, I was just thinking about that. Like, kind of makes me quiver. I don't know. You know, when they cut open my hip, uh, I had to have it cut open twice because of infections, and uh, it like open now. And when like they're like packing or whatever, I can feel that, and it's it hurts like a yeah, it hurts. 
Dang. Really bad. Yeah, see, I, I'm on. Uh, I take Paclofen the pills. I just take 10 milligrams because my spasms they are They don't bad. work for me. That's why I had to get the pump, dude. Like, well, see, I, I was in bed. You said you got off Gabapentin. I can't believe it. Yeah, I'm on Lyrica now. Yeah, that's the other one they were talking about if I didn't like Gabapentin. But for me, Gabapentin's not doing too bad. It's like, I'm okay. There are, like, well, side effects. Well, the is because people were saying that, like, it takes away your feeling and you're trying to get your feeling back. Oh, that's why I stopped taking it. I don't. Well, see me. I'm like, I don't have any feel. Like you talked about getting feel because you're like incomplete. I was, you know, classified complete. So for me, it's just like, well, either I take if I don't take it. Oh man, the pain is horrible. So it's like I'm kind of like stuck. You know what I mean? Like to take, but like I said, the only side effects I've had is kind of like cloudiness a little bit. You know what I mean? Like if you let yourself wander off in the clouds, you don't focus yeah, as much on stuff. My pain's not that bad. It's more of like a mild, like burning sensation. And then like my feet are like pins and needles, kind of like when your foot would fall asleep and wake up. Right. That's what my feet feel like all the time. And they're vibrating all the time. Damn. I get and jolts. Wellness. My feet always swell. I don't wow. know how to prevent that. <laughs> see that's the human body's crazy folks and and it does different things all the time i talk to people where like it's different different for everybody um number seven is what helps you the most after your injury like what do you mean what happens helps the most oh what helps me the most yeah therapy like like not like physical therapy, mental therapy. Right. You know, because I dealt with, I dealt, deal with a lot of anxiety and PTSD and bipolar and all that. But my anxiety really gets the best of me and I'm on meds for that. But like talking to somebody, that's what made me want to be, you know, I want to go back to school to be a trauma psychologist because I want to help people that deal with, that dealt with trauma right you know so i like talking to therapists it helps me kind of like i don't mind telling my story a lot of like these aides they ask me like what happened to you blah blah because blah, i'm so young you know and um i don't mind telling them because it doesn't affect me anymore i don't have really nightmares about it anymore um you know i kind of moved on about it but like my date just passed because my seven years was february 10th um so like weeks before my date, I get in like a depressing state. But so when I'm talking, when I talk to somebody, it helps. Right. I like to consider kind of like doing this stuff, like podcasting or something kind of helps too. You know oh yeah. I, mean? I play like, I just started, um, like I'm on Twitch. So I just started live streaming, playing video games. Nice. Um, We're on I Twitch right now too, live. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on Twitch. Um, I was just actually live on Twitch when you, when you called me uh, playing nice. a game. I was playing Tomb Raider. And we'll put all but, your links. So, like, all your Twitch, like, whatever you want us to share, you just send it to me, and I'll, like, I'll put it in the description after this. So then oh, people yeah, yeah, can yeah. come back, you know what I mean, and, like, check it out. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I stream daily. So, um, but, yeah, uh, video games and music really, really helped me a lot. And I started, I like, at first I was doing makeup and 
you know, I had a makeup page, I had followers, but that page got hacked. But yeah, I, I, I do my makeup one-handed, lashes, everything, the whole nine yards. And then when I got bed bound in 2021, because my spasms were so bad, um, I got a laptop, a gaming laptop, and I just started gaming, you know, because in 2020, I spent three months in the hospital because I had a skin flap done. And that's what got me into makeup. But then it got me into like video games as well. Cause I have two brothers. I have an older brother, a little brother, and they both game as well. So um nice. I'm I'm myself I'm a gamer. Yeah, my older brother was like, dude, you're Shout like out gamers. Kinda, you know, he's kinda like closed minded about everything. So my 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 older brother kind of brings me down. If if like he'll say some off the wall stuff like why would somebody that can walk be uh why, why be with somebody that can't walk when they can get somebody that can walk you know or why have a kid if you can't wipe your own ass right you know he'll say stuff like that or when like i just went septic on saturday okay so like i'm on iv antibiotics you know and everything um now I, i've been septic a hundred times i can't even count and I've had pick lines a hundred times and Damn. I, you know, like I'll call him and he'll be like, Oh, well that that's not a surprise. He's like, nothing can kill you. John Ball tried to kill you. Um, you know, Florida tried to kill you. Um, you've been septic a thousand times. It's like, you know, he doesn't see the seriousness of sepsis. Yeah. You know what Maybe I mean? Maybe he just chooses to be. He closes out the, the real world to be ignorant of everything because he wants to save himself. Oh, he's you know a big, mean? like, oh, Trump supporter, Republican. He's all into politics. Oh, my God. I can't. Like, sometimes I can even talk to him because, like, he'll get my anxiety up. But my little brother, on the other hand, he's more, you know, like, he lived with me for a little while, but I was mainly in the hospital a lot dealing with infections. That's why, um... I'm finally getting the surgery that I've been wanting for the last five years. Okay. So in July, no, June, I'm getting the surgery to get rid of the super pubic and get the metrophin off so that I can self cath myself. Oh, okay. Nice. I've been, yeah, I've been wanting that surgery and getting a bladder augmentation as well. So, um, because I, I keep getting UTIs and, just leaking and I can't deal with all that anymore. Oh I gosh, I can imagine. I I feel like I've been blessed with my injury because I can self cast. It took me That's two one weeks thing I want to get back. ready for it. Yeah. That, uh, what is it? bladder and bowel control. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that from a lot of people too. They're like, man, just give me my bowel, bladder control back, like and I'll be good. See, like me, I got lucky. I got on this uh like I don't know, a, a bowel routine. So I do every other day and it's just like Normally, if I don't eat nothing crazy or drink that's a lot, that's what I was on. Crazy, yeah, it'll throw me off. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was on. I was on a program where I did it Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Um, but now being here, I'm not really on one. Um, like if I don't go for like a couple days, then I'll have a nurse, you know, give me whatever to help me go. Um, but otherwise, my body will just, you know. Do it right. on its own. It kind of sucks sometimes when I'm in my chair and I 
I have to go and I go to the bathroom and then I have to get because right now I'm a Hoya lift because the CNAs here aren't allowed to use the slide board because I can't get it under me physically by myself. You know what I mean? And then I need I need somebody in front of me in case I fall forward, but I can get across it. No, no problem. So once I get out of here, you know, I'll, I'm going to start using the slide board and everything, which I have my Hoyers as well. And I have a handicap van and all that, which is still in Florida. And my service dog is still in Florida. Um, but yeah, we're working on getting my own place. Um, uh, you know, they're looking into places now actually for me. Right. To get me out of here. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. Being paralyzed i've done a lot more than i did when i was walking so like i'm a big savannah dexter fan okay i don't know like it's all over my page like i love her so i've been to four of her concerts and i met her four times and the last concert i went to was right before i moved up here july 9th she's from sanford florida and she invited me on stage and i was on stage and i watched the whole concert from stage and um so i i you know i've been to concerts I met one of my, you know, personalities I love, you know, I love her and I never thought I would, I, you know, do that. I, I would never have done that walking. You know what I mean? My, and my uncle has been my rock. Okay. Right. You, you know, my dad is a POS. I ain't gonna lie, but my uncle has been my rock down in Florida. He's been my therapist. You know everything i hated leaving florida because i had to i was leaving him but i had to do what was best for me because if i stayed in florida i would have been dead by now you know so i'm glad that my mom took the initiative got me on a plane moved me up here took me straight to the hospital and now i'm doing great i mean i you know i hit some bump in the roads nice like everybody does you know but I feel like I'm doing better and to get out of that town. Cause I, I was living in Ocala for five years, which is the town that I got carjacked and shot in. So I would always ha- have to look over my back. Yeah. I definitely want to get the hell like, out of there. Yeah. I felt like people were like going to come after me to finish the job. Um, you know, my, the friend that set me up was like live right up the street. Um, and he even told, he even messaged me one day, um, I, which I blocked him, saying, that's why your dumbass got shot, or I don't care that your dumbass got shot. That's what he sent me. And I'm talking hey, about who this. Needs, is who needs friend. enemies with friends like that, eh? Dude, like, before I got shot, like, he lived in my apartment a couple times with me, driven my car. We hung out all the time together. Me, him, and his mom would go to the bar. You know, we'll drink together. Like, this was, like, my friend, you know what I mean? And it it was kind of hard. But being up in West Virginia in a new state, like, because, like, I would go to Walmart down there, and they'd be like, you're the girl that got shot. You know what I mean? Everybody fucking knows about it, yeah. Yes, because it's a small town. So it's just, like, being up here, nobody really knows, you know, unless I tell them. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, uh, down there, I was mentally like the last. Okay, from 2021 to 2022, literally, I was mentally depressed, and I had no initiative to get out of bed. Um, literally, I 
I spent most of my time in bed. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, for two years, I mainly got up like five or six times for appointments and maybe to a concert or something. But other than that, I was in the bed. Right. And then, you know, with the power chair, because I got my, uh, I wanted a manual for my new chair, which is what I got. But for the power chair, every time I sat in it, my blood pressure, I'm talking about, would plummet. So I would be like, lay me back down, you know? So it just wasn't, I wasn't doing well down there living in that town. So being somewhere new has helped me a lot mentally. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, I can it really has. This next question I got for you, um, I mean, you really, we went over the, the hobbies, the video game stuff. You know what I mean? So you're doing that. The travel, you've been to Florida. Were you from West Virginia and went to Florida? How do you like? I was from Florida. <laughs> do you like traveling like in a wheelchair at all? Like being paralyzed? Is it something you'd want to do? That, well, that was the first time I ever flew paralyzed. And it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, yeah, I like to travel. It's just I would have to have somebody with me. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. So, you know, um, but other than that, like, yeah, it was all right traveling from Florida to West Virginia. And I love West Virginia and everybody here. West that Virginia. Sorry. Mount Mama. <laughs> right. That's like yeah, you mentioned that. It's like if you know anything about music, you got to get into it. Um, yep. All right. So this next question I'm going to ask you, I think, is one of the most impo important questions. It's the last one, but I think it's the most important question. What would be the best piece of advice you could give to a newly injured person? I made a lot of mistakes when I was newly injured. So I would say just take it day by day. Um, don't like, I understand like you'll go through anger, you'll go through grief, you'll go through depression. I went through all them stages. I took it out on CNAs, you know, all that stuff. I, if I could go back, I wouldn't have done that. Um, I would have just taken it day by day. It was like, when I first got injured, I didn't even want to get in a wheelchair. I told them, no, like I ain't getting in it, but it's, it's not bad to be honest. And for, it's been seven years now and these are my legs, you know what I mean? This is how I get around. So it's like, it's not that bad. And I, you know, like they do say time, it gets better and gets better and gets better. And that's what I've experienced. But the first year was the hardest and it will be the hardest. No matter how hard you try, it will be the hardest. But you can get through it. Yeah. Awesome. I like it. Let's give it a round of applause, folks. And thanks, Faith, for coming on the show and hanging out with us and yeah. opening up and talking. Uh, we're going to keep you in our circle of friends, and we might check back with you one day. Um, okay. I, I've done this, I think, for one year. We just did our 50th person, person, so we might be looking back here soon at all our people that we've talked to and see where they're at. Um, so you might be on that list one day, just to let you know. Um, for everybody else, if you want to be on a Wheelchair Wednesday, just let me know. Shoot me a message. Type on the thing. Uh, figure it out. I mean, it's simple. It's 2024. You know what I mean? It's the age of technology. Just click, 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 stuff like that. Yep. Uh, besides that, Faith, stick with me. Everybody else, we'll see you on the next show. See you later. Peace.